Hello, my fellow OPCs and NPCs. I am so glad you are listening to this podcast. This is a first in the series of upcoming podcasts that I've created to help you get through this crazy time. I want to talk about a couple of topics that might be a little bit different from the normal everyday talk here at Ingram Micro, and I hope you'll join me throughout this journey. So for today's podcast, I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to me. It's called handling chaos, how to work with the stress and overwhelm during this uncertain time. So here's what you're going to learn today. The different types of stresses that we encounter on a daily basis. Why we can go into full-on panic mode in times of uncertainty and definitely during this pandemic. How to really simplify everything down to the basics so you can free up your mind for all those things you want to focus on. I firmly believe that a cluttered mind leads to chaos and confusion. We'll talk all about the why and how you can sweep up the chaos easily and effectively. We're also going to cover the three-step process I use whenever I find myself in a state of overwhelm, uncertainty, or just plain being stuck. So I truly believe that if you do the work and apply the skills I'm going to teach today, it will really lay the new foundation for you to make the changes you need to really feel better and lighter and really start living more intentionally rather than from a place of reaction, as many of us have in the past couple months. So first, I want to begin to acknowledge something outright. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like so many of us have been through the emotional ringer in the past month and a half. At least for me, emotionally, sometimes it's felt like someone has put me through the dryer, spit me out, and my hair was all crazy and out of whack for a while there. It has been crazy town. And I want to acknowledge that we've all had stress, sadness, and some disappointment recently even if the above scenario wasn't what you really felt. It's been a lot. So let's talk a little bit about stress. So not all stress is bad stress. There's a type of stress that you account for on a daily basis, such as a new job, an upcoming deadline, onboarding a new hire, a new promotion, a new role, maybe bringing on a new team member, even planning for the next quarter or becoming a mom or dad. Those are what I call quote unquote positive stresses. Although becoming a parent for the first time and leaving that hospital did not feel like good stress at all. Let me just tell you, I was secretly, oh my poor husband, I was secretly trying to figure out how to bring out, how to bring over the nurse to my home every single day so she could help me on a daily basis. I was so lost. These stresses are still stresses, and don't get me wrong, but they usually help you stretch and grow. And then there's the different kind of stress. It's not necessarily negative in nature, but those are the ones that kind of force us to make decisions and possibly new choices in life and sometimes literally cause us to take a quick pause. Those are some stressors such as loss of a loved one, maybe loss of a relationship, Sometimes maybe even having negative feedback from a team member or manager could cause that kind of stress. And yes, even possibly the current pandemic that's happening. So speaking of pandemic, that's where I come in. 
My job in this series of podcasts is to help you not only build the skills you need to be able to work through this trying time, but also help you grow and thrive in spite of it. I call these working out your resiliency muscles. I don't have all the answers, I promise, but I will do my best. And even if one person benefits from this, I will have done my job. So who am I? I'm Shirley Arteaga, and I am the program manager for the BTC, for the Business Transformation Center. I have been in OPC since inception, and oh my gosh, it has brought so much opportunity and made me grow in so many different ways. It, I will always be grateful for being part of this program. I'm a mentor peer coach, and I'm on the board of directors. And how do I know the tools that I'm going to teach you? I'm also a certified corporate and executive coach. I got my certification eight years ago from IPEC. It is a fantastic coaching school. And part of the reason I did it is because I've always been kind of that person that always wants to develop themselves. I'd already gone through a lot in my life, as I'm sure a lot of you have, um, and was always fascinating on how some people were able to bounce back from a loss, upset, or disappointment. And in the eight years that I've been a coach, I've learned so much in talking with coaching clients and using these skills in my own life. It has literally changed my life. I can't even tell you the person I was before learning about coaching and the person I am now. I have grown in so many ways. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to try to keep these podcasts to about 15, 20 minutes. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I do want to share with you some insights and the tools and tricks. Um, I'm going to show, share with you some upcoming sessions that we're going to do in our OPC and that'll hopefully help you handle chaos and also what's going on in the world because we really are all in this together. So recently I was on the phone with one of my really good friends. Um, we were chit-chatting. I haven't talked to her in a while and she was telling me how somehow we got to the pandemic and she was telling me how scared she was. Um, she wasn't leaving her house at all and she was going to find a way to convince her boss to work from home for the rest of 2020. And then I talked to another friend like on another day and he was the exact opposite. He was so jazzed about coming back to work and going to the gym and doing all the things that he did before the pandemic. And he can't wait to get back to some normalcy. So for me, I kind of took that and was like, oh my gosh, that is so crazy that one, we're in this situation. That is just a whole other thing. But two, that we are experiencing the same events, but have so many different perspectives about it. So case in point, I can remember a few weeks back when this all started happening. It is like we had just gotten the stay-at-home order um, and we were trying to figure out what was happening. And I was watching a little too much news. I'm so sorry to my husband. And apparently it was a little too much for me. And I started spiraling down the emotional rabbit hole ladder, as I call it. And I'm usually pretty calm. And I just felt like I was really on edge. And I just, I couldn't sleep. Um, my appetite wasn't really there and I just couldn't really put a finger on it. And then I remembered 
that this is totally normal. So what does that mean? Let me explain. So experts estimate that the mind thinks between 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. The exact numbers vary, but let's take that as a rough estimate. That's an average of 2,500 to 3,300 thoughts per hour. How incredible is that? Many of these are things that, you know, we take for granted. They're thoughts that we do subconsciously. We don't even think. It's just we're kind of on autopilot. Now, obviously, not all of those thoughts are useful. And in 2005, the National Science Foundation published an article showing that the average person has between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts per day. And of those, 80% are negative. And what's even crazier is 95% of the thoughts that we have are exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. Let me say that again. 80% are negative and 95% are the same as yesterday. And that's on a normal day in a normal year. So imagine how much more negativity we think during uncertain times. And in this case, a pandemic, which has completely thrown us all for a loop. So what are those normal negative thoughts? Those are thoughts about how we failed at something, uh, maybe a part of our career that doesn't inspire us much, maybe that relationships that don't fulfill us, or just the normal negative self-talk that we all encounter on a daily basis. The I don't have enough time, the I'm not good enough, etc. that we all feel as human beings. And if that was on a normal day, can you imagine how much worse it is during this time? pretty crazy. But here's the deal. You don't have to accept what your brain tells you, no matter how real it may sound. We are so powerful in being able to have a choice in the matter. I promise I'm not going to get all Tony Robbins on you and shout motivational phrases from the rooftop, but I am here to tell you that you can change your thoughts just like you have in the past. And as an example, Think about a time where you were going through something difficult, maybe a new job, maybe a new relationship, and everything was thrown up in the air. You were wondering, how am I going to get through this? I bet you, you survived and you did well. And this time is no different. Sure, we have a different circumstance. And again, I am in no way trying to state or trying to discount the seriousness of what's going on. I mean, it can be, it is really scary in some parts of the country. So please don't take it that way. That is not what I'm trying to do. It is serious stuff and some scary stuff. But I'm here to tell you, you've got this. You've handled uncertainty before. Think of this as another type of uncertainty because it is. And instead of running away from your feelings, Make sure that you move towards it with a state of calmness and know that your internal guidance will always help you through any obstacle that you encounter. So again, in thinking about the 60 to 80,000 thoughts, the problem is when they go a little amok and the best way to think about it is imagine a cup and you're pouring water into it. And the cup is your brain. And the water pouring into it is all the thoughts you have. 
Now imagine on a normal day, it's pretty full, right? And imagine during times of uncertainty and times of overwhelm and stress, you keep pouring water into it and it keeps going until it overflows and it keeps overflowing and it never really clears out until you dump all the water. And that is kind of what I'm talking about today. Our brains are so overwhelmed because we have so much information in there. So you see, our brains are hardwired to find a solution to a problem. And so when the pandemic hit, most of us never have lived through something like this or of this magnitude. Sure, there have been pandemics before and even recent pandemics, but those weren't usually U.S.-based. So most of us haven't encountered something like this. And the brain always wants to compare it to something that you've lived through already. It doesn't understand when it's something new. That is why we don't like going up to speak in public. That is why sometimes we don't go for the new job. It will do everything possible to keep you from something different and uncertain. So think of it this way. If you have constant thoughts that cause you to have stress, especially in the pandemic, constant thoughts that you don't have enough time or any other negative thoughts, pretty soon, even if you don't realize it, those thoughts are still running in the background, just like when you're pouring the water. It's still pouring. And your mind will be relentlessly trying to find a solution, but it can't because it's overwhelmed with all the water being poured into it. That's why so many people are having crazy vivid dreams and are finding themselves overworked and overwhelmed. So when you're sleeping, your body is like, okay, she stopped, she stopped thinking or he stopped thinking. I'm going to try to figure out the situation. And when you're awake, you're going full full speed at a daily task and it's trying to still figure out the promise the, the solution to the problem and again it's making you overworked and overwhelmed so how do you kind of combat this so what's I mean I, I I talked about all the pandemic and why so what do you do to help it how do you kind of clear out that gunk how do you clear out that clutter of the brain so step one this is super easy so for me I find it's really important to do what I call a thought what I call a thought download. What is a thought download? It's kind of like a brain dump. You take out a piece of paper and you put down all your thoughts. And in doing so, I found that that really clears up the space for me and my brain to kind of take a look at what I'm actually thinking about and see it from a high level. And then I can decide if I really want to think any of those thoughts or if those thoughts are even necessary. Now, again, this is not the same as journaling, but rather a way of getting all the thoughts out of your head. And in doing so, you can look at them with a new perspective. And I find this tool to be so valuable in my life. Again, it's as simple as taking out a piece of paper and writing down all the situation that's causing stress. So let's say, for example, we've had an event that we were planning and it canceled on us. Our vacations are postponed. Our kids are at home. We're canceling family trips, having to go to the doctor for a health issue, but you can't for whatever reason, and kids missing graduation that we're also all looking forward to. Those are just examples, hypotheticals. 
anything that's frustrating you or annoying you, just write it down. So once you write everything down, just sit for a moment with it and look at it again. Sometimes I walk away for a day and the next day I come back and look at those scenarios and then I get to decide if I'm causing myself to suffer unnecessarily in any of those situations. So let's say in the situation I was just talking about, let's say the health issue is really important to me. And I could look at that line item and then I could decide, do I really want to worry about this or not? Instead of going down the emotional rabbit hole. Can this wait? If not, then I make a call. Maybe others on your list are not that serious. The great thing is that you get to decide Whether you want to be sad, if you want to be worried, if you want to be disappointed, if you want to be anxious, and you can decide whatever you want to feel about any of those scenarios. And this is in no way meant for you not to feel anything. It's actually quite the opposite. It allows you to direct how you want to feel rather than be at the mercy of your feelings and start spiraling in the effect of your emotions like I did. Hashtag epic fail. So once you've kind of put everything down on paper and just, you know, go for it. And, you know, sometimes maybe day two, I put more on there. After you do that, look at your list again. I want you to break it down and make some quick win decisions. So really study it as if you're studying for a test and begin to look at the patterns that are emerging. So are you focusing on one area of your life when you're writing all those things down? So what are your chaos and overwhelm triggers? And I can't stress this enough, unless you look at what triggers and what the patterns are, it's really going to be hard for you to get out of overwhelm. You will not be able to think through this, think out of it. That's how you got in it. You want to make sure to get that and kind of put your thoughts on paper first. So here are some examples of what that may look like. In your career, what if there was something new you wanted to learn about, but you haven't had the time or opportunity to do so? So naming it is a first step. Maybe for your new hires. Let's say you're having trouble talking to your new hire because you're completely swamped. How can you make time in your day to change this in just a small way? And what if you made the decision to really reach out to the new hires that you do have and connect with them? I know that some new hires came on board right when we were getting the stay-at-home order, and it may have been a really difficult process for them. What if you could be the one person that can make a difference for them? We just really never know what someone else is going through. Maybe another example could be self-care. What if you decided to get in front of this pandemic situation and make yourself a priority, even if it's for 15 minutes a day? For me, this usually means take a walk super early in the morning before work. For someone, it could be making time for the wellness webinars that have been offered by the wellness team here internally. And those things are great, by the way. I have fully been a fan of those. So once you've actually written everything down, had the thought download, you've broken it down and you've made some quick win decisions, step three is make a plan for the near future. Now, I know we're going through uncertain times, so we don't know necessarily what's going to be happening. So let's not go too far out into the future. 
So even though we're going through a current situation, the mind does so much better when there's a plan. The problem is if you do this first, you're not going to have the commitment there. So let's say that three months from now, after summer is winding down, what would you like to have accomplished? It doesn't have to be anything new, but even something that's been lingering in the back of your head for a while. I know that in this time, you may feel like there's not enough time for it all, but I promise you, you can carve out time for something you really want. I remember I had just started Ingram five years ago. Um, I just had my second baby um, and my dad got really sick. Like I want to say three weeks after he was in the ICU for a while. And needless to say, my world got turned upside down. Uh, My dad was my best friend. And the amount of uncertainty that I had was crazy. Um, I would go home. I'd, 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 I'd go right after work to go see him at the hospital. Um, and my brother and I would, would take turns taking care of him. And on the off nights when I would put everyone down after I gave fed everybody, bathed everybody, well, not my husband, but my kids, um, I would study for my graduate certificate from Cornell until like two in the morning if I had to. And I really wanted to finish that certificate because I had already started it before everything had happened, before I moved to Ingram, before, you know, I had the baby. Um, So I was going to figure out how to make it all work. And it was a very dark time for me, Um, but I was going to make the best of it however I could. And you know what? Looking back, I am better for it. I got to do everything I needed to do. I got to spend as much time as I could ever ask for with my dad. I got a brand new job that I loved. I have a new baby and, you know, I was able to grow in certain ways, in so many different ways. So if you need some extra help, I want to make sure that you know that you have your mentor coaches as resources. They are amazing. I cannot stop singing their praises. They are amazing and they are trained in many different aspects and they can assist you in helping you with your specific situation. They have the knowledge, they've been there before um, and they can be there to guide you and advise you. And some of them have been here for 20 years. They're amazing. So please keep in mind that it doesn't need to be new hire related, and we're going to do our best that we can to help you. And it's especially important right now because we're all home alone with our brains. And obviously, you know what it's like to be alone with my own brain and um, how we can run wild with all the crazy scenarios. And I believe that it's such a great time to really get stronger and more resilient in this time. So I want to talk a little bit again on the steps that you need to go through. So the first step was to brain dump or thought download, get everything out on paper. And then you're going to break it down and make some quick win decisions and really study it. And then from there, you're going to make a plan only for the next 60 to 90 days. 
just because any farther in your mind is going to want to spin. Now we want to make sure that you commit and keep on track. So that's it for the content portion. If you found this podcast to be useful, please let us know. Um, we do go over this type of topic and way more topics like this in a lot more detail in our mentor coaching program. And it's usually open once a year. We discuss everything from helping OBCs with sticky situations to managing up to really understanding people on a deeper level. It is unlike anything at Ingram and we would love for you to be a part of it. Um, that is once a year, and uh, we are super excited about 2021 as well. So I'm also attaching a handy-dandy worksheet that has more steps if you wish to go even deeper in this thought work. Okay, I think that's it for content. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you again in a couple weeks in another episode. Thank you so, so much, and please stay safe, everybody. Bye.